Welcome back to another episode of the Eclectic Era Podcast. Joining us is Anthony Romero. How are you? I'm great. We are, in case you guys don't know, we are live in Checkmate's backyard slash garden slash Disney fairy tale where all the birds are tripping and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, the birds are in the background. We're outside, so hopefully this turns out good. We're sipping tea and having carrot cake. Vegan carrot cake. Vegan carrot cake. How do you like it? Which is quite delicious. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I told you before, and this is really a... It's something. Really Pray God. <laughs> <laughs> it's addicting. So, oh, yeah. how was your New Year's? Did you do anything? Yeah. Um. Sorry, the character from my mouth. <laughs> yeah, New Year's just passed, and I did absolutely nothing. I watched The Matrix, and the then new one, the new one, and what it was a trip. It? Oh, I was tripped out. Driving home, no one's on the road. Nothing but cops <laughs> on the road. And you yeah. feel like you're in the Matrix. You're like, agents, they're going to haunt us. And we took the red pill or the blue pill or... No, definitely the red pill. That gets you out of it. Yeah, the blue one keeps you in. Yeah. Did you like da, it? Da, da, da. Oh, despite, despite... I like, like it. Tripping you out. I liked it, but I don't remember any of the previous Matrix movies. And <laughs> so I was like, who is this? What is that? Who is this? Why is John Wick in this movie? <laughs> That's a different series, but... I mean, I thought it was cool to see, like, Keanu Reeves and stuff again, but... Mm-hmm. I watched it sober, so... Maybe I, maybe I should drop acid <laughs> next time I watch it or something, but... To me, the just felt weird. Like, it was very meta, in a way. Mm-hmm. It was trippy. And it kind of felt too relevant to what's going on like now... It kept changing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was trippy, though. Um, for my New Year's, I have, was, like, sober for, like, or not, sorry, take that back. <laughs> I wasn't sober. I felt like I was hungover for, like, three days straight. Oh, no. Because I did some, I did the park on a Thursday, a New Year's Eve party on a Friday, a uh, social nightclub on Saturday, and then DJ the uh, uh, vendor meetup on a Sunday morning, which was terrible. And I mean, it was still good though, but it just felt like I, I could There was like no rest or anything. That's four like, days straight. Four days straight, just pure DJ, pure musical. How many hours? Family fun for the whole family. And total in hours, would you say? Probably like 13 hours of just magical fun and bliss. In four days. That's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And, you know, that seems like it's my life now. Has been my life for 10 years. So I yeah. love it. Yeah. You're thriving, vibing, surviving, glowing. Definitely glowing. <laughs> Definitely glowing. It's from the carrot yeah, yeah. cake. Vegan carrot cake has magical powers. Same with this tea. I know it's just green tea, but... Yeah, the tea. You're going to leave here be a different person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, what did you learn from last year, would you say? So, I learned a lot of things. Um... 
I think things definitely shifted last year than the year before because when COVID season one happened, I really had to find all these options to like kind of just survive. You know, like it was really tough because at the time, uh, I just lost the one thing that I've been surviving on for five years, which was DJing, obviously, and then living with someone who does the same thing as you kind of makes you even more scared because you're like how are you gonna make ends meet mm-hmm. and so i had to get something that i had done in years and get a job and then at the same time i had a partner who ended up living with me and then having a roommate who still was unemployed so there's a lot of chaotic things going on at once and it felt like between all that and family too like i was just it was just chaotic and i didn't know mm-hmm. how to deal with it and how to make it all work and manage it right and then going into year two which was last year i knew things would get better i knew there'd be better opportunities and stuff and for the most part it was and it's really nice to like for once like be out and to be doing things again and one of the things though was just that even though all this was great now there was still like drama and problems and like little things here and there and you know like even though it's great to see everyone again and to be around people like just in general like you kind of see antics and see like things again that you didn't really like before and like you know Mm -hmm. you don't really want it to be uh to be influenced a, not even influenced just you don't want pressure you just no definitely peer pressure was there for a lot of things that were fun but um no i'm talking about like you just don't want to be stuck in that thing again like you don't want to keep out the, the same problems. exactly and so like kind of i wouldn't even say cut off but just kind of start dissing yourself from other people that don't really have the same goals or ambitions as you it's probably like one thing I've kind of learned, and then saving your money, which I'm still terrible at. Mm-hmm. And, oh, me too. And then what's another one? Just be happy and just have fun with it. Because one thing this whole thing's taught me is like you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And just you know, life is unpredictable. Yeah, but I mean, we've seen that in the last two years, and it almost feels like we're kind of going backwards in some ways yeah with the c word (laughs) yeah i really don't i just worked in the bay last week and that's what literally everybody was talking about and it's really weird and you know i don't know where things are gonna go with it but Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely here to stay (laughs) yeah i don't think it's going anywhere yeah and like all these things i'm a part of like are still unsure but everyone's still positive about it so that's that's something that i had have now that i didn't have in the beginning like i was very half empty type of person but now i'm like well you never know like more optimistic yeah like definitely that for sure okay just just try and be more hopeful versus like nah we're all dead (laughs) nothing's gonna happen nothing no progression's gonna happen and we're not gonna go anywhere everything's gonna be canceled exactly there's that and then just having patience and then just i don't know just don't be an asshole or dick or jerk yeah that's valuable yeah 
valuable lessons. And helping others, too, definitely helps. Not helping... Well, yeah, just helping people, like, and just being supportive, too, is another great positive thing that I'm definitely trying to embrace more. It's like energy I'm 30, exchange. Like, yeah, you've I, been through... You've I, lived a life. <laughs> My sister just turned 31, and I'm like... I'm getting older. How are you? You're 25, right? I'm 25. Yeah. 26 this year. You're still spring. In the fall. I feel lost. <laughs> no, I feel That's like I'm floating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're about to get married, too? Next year, Next hopefully. Year. Yeah. All these people want to get married. Like, nothing's available. What's up with that? It's because so many weddings got canceled, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, like or I told postponed. You my, yeah, like my like I told you, my friend Ulysses, he got married twice, and the first time they got married, he got postponed like three times, and then this recent one was kind of like to more celebrate with everyone, even though they blew tons of money on it. I didn't get the whole reason for it, but everyone will blow money on it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough now seeing the prices and worrying about totally different things that i wouldn't worry about a year or two ago now i'm like oh okay this is happening all right i better start saving now no so but it'll be fun i feel like it'll be just such a fun party it's gonna be the biggest hoedown ever and it'll be low-key kind of yeah i can't wait to play these um Folklore theme songs. <laughs> These European. <laughs> It'll be so funny. Hum one. I can't. <laughs> you just have to go and Google it. But. Fine. How's the tea? Tea's great. Green tea. You know, I. No when you honey. S- when you said you were gonna just make tea here, I was like, you know, that might be great. Because if I would have got Starbucks and matcha and money. coffee, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> And I had, for some reason, I have tea in my car, too. I don't know why. But I thought about bringing in, so we'd be like, oh, well, we could try this tea and that tea. Mm-hmm. Just have a tea day. It's a tea potty. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's definitely a better alternative. I was going to come with coffee. I'm actually oh. trying to stop coffee. That's hard. Yeah, coffee is addicting. Coffee. Obviously, it's like a drug. We're good. We're recording still. Um, I want to play this DJ trivia with you. Okay. But I think I have to use a separate device. (laughs) Okay, hold on a second. Your jacket's making a lot of noise. I think everything's getting picked up, but I'm sure it's fine. No one cares, right? Yeah, I don't think so. It's ASMR type of vibe. ASMR. Are there, um... Any noises or sounds that aggravate your soul, like irritate you? Are you that kind of a person? Um, that irritate me? Like if I hear, um, yeah, definitely. Grinding metal is always one. Yeah, nails on a chalkboard, maybe. Mm, yeah, that makes me cringe really bad. Like all the hairs on my back and stuff go up. Swallowing for me and like other noises made by the mouth I can't sometimes I just can't deal and I think it's only when I'm like already in a certain mood probably Mm -hmm. okay 
DJ trivia. I found it and I thought it was funny. Thought maybe I can't we could wait to take it together. Out. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. Who is the legendary DJ in this photo? That would be Steve Aoki. <laughs> this might be too easy. What incredibly gifted DJ produced the singles Hey Brother, Wake Me Up, and Levels? That would be Avicii. <laughs> the legend. R.I.P. What yeah. basic scratch technique involves moving back and forward around a sound? Just a regular baby scratch? Painting. Scribbling. Drawing. Stipping. Stiping? Um. Stipling? <laughs> I have no oh, idea. Oh, there's options. I thought you were... There's options. <laughs> uh, maybe scribbling. Let's try. Correct. Yeah. What French DJ released the hit albums, Nothing But The Beat, One Love, and Seven? David Gellar. bum bum Correct. We're earning points, I think. Which of the following terms describes the lower end of the frequency range? bum 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 a, bass. B, treble. C, drum. D, bar. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Treble? Oh, you have to go I'm just with. Kidding. No. It's treble, right? No, treble is the high end. Let's go with bass. Bum bum uh, bum. It's correct. Who is the wildly popular DJ in this photo? That would be Sunny Moore. Or. Skrillex. How, or what people what people know him as Skrillex. Me and Sonny are pretty It's the cool. hair. No. Oh, that's my homie. Yeah, and that's, that's a plug right there. Christopher Comstock. Well, that's an interesting name. Is the birth name of what popular American DJ? Marshmallow Zed. Diplo. Eric. Prides. Is it Pride? Yeah, I don't Prides. know. It's I would Prides. say Prince. No. Uh, that would be Zed, I think. Bum, bum, bum. Incorrect. What? It is Marshmallow. We fucked. Wait, he came out? Everyone knows who he is now? We should Google what he looks like. What the fuck? What famous DJ is best known for their songs, Animals, In the Name of Love, and Scared to be Lonely? We know. I think, yeah, I think that's a young lad, Martin Garrix. We know. know who that is. Who is the Russian-German DJ in this photo? Now that's it. Pum, pum, pum. Good job. What world-famous DJ was born with the name Tish Michel Vervest? I know this one because I did a write-up on him. It's Tiesto. Really? That's Tiesto's real name. Tish really? Michel. I didn't know that. I thought his name was Tiesto. Mm-mm. That's no. a stage name. Well, I thought it had something to do with his name, but that's no. cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. See, we're learning something. Yeah, no, it's like DJ school. What American DJ is the co-creator and lead member of the electronic dancehall music project Major Lazer? That'd be Diplo. Correct. Cool thing. So the uh, the guest, the next guest I have on my show, mm-hmm. had some of his edits be played by Major Lazer at their one of their last shows. Sick. Yeah. Who is this artist? Uh, Fanatic. He is a DJ producer from Germany, 
And I think over the years I played like a bunch of his edits and bootlegs and stuff for like both open format and for like raves. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how. I think I just kept like telling him like, "Hey, dope edit, dope track, or dope whatever." Yeah. And um, I asked for a few of his bootlegs, and he sent them, and then he sent a whole one, which is another but major laser ones. Nice. But I kind of just. We were just going back and forth and became cool and he saw that I had the show, so I was like, Well, if you put a mix together, like I'll have you on and yeah, next week he's on the show. How fun. Yeah. I love it. Networking, networking, networking. Yeah. Joel Thomas Zimmerman is the birth name of what well known Canadian DJ? That's uh I think Deadmau Five. Correct. You are correct. What hit-making DJ <laughs> has hosted the weekly radio show, A State of Trance, since 2001? That's Armin Van Buren. Good yeah. job. In what year did English DJ Jimmy Saville host the first live DJ dance party in history? Mm. Dance party, it has to be, it can be 1925. It would probably have to be D. What? Oh my gosh. I guess it was in 1943. Humbug. What were they doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't with these questions. Do you want one more? Or are you I'll over do one more. Okay. King Tubby and Lee Scratch Perry were pioneers of what modern musical genre? Hip hop, EDM, jazz, dub. There's a question again. King Tubby and Lee Scratch Perry Let's try dub. Correct. Yeah. And when you case up, the beat of the song is also called. The rhythm. <gasps> the rhythm? Incorrect. The pulse? It's. The pulse? I've never heard anyone call that. Yeah. Okay. Because I went to school for music history or rock history and that was part of it too oh you remembered something from school yeah you're one of those people it was like eight nine ten years ago (laughs) i feel like i wasted my life going to school because i didn't really retain as much useful knowledge you know you think so yeah i don't know everyone goes to school for different reasons i know there's a lot of people that i went to college with that gave me shit for not wanting to become like you know, something serious. Hmm. But then again, those people didn't even finish college either, so... They dropped out. They're, yeah. Like, there was one girl that I was with for a long time, and then... Uh, and then what <laughs> happened? Well, no, she made me, like, kind of... Like, she was going to school for, like, literature and wanted to become, like, a Russian literature teacher or something like that. I don't Remind know. Mind me, I will so, have a little piece. Yeah, go ahead your snack and um gave me tons of crap for it for some reason for not finishing with school and then i guess like i just bumped into her not too long ago and told me she never finished and, like i guess like a few years later she just quit mm. or kind of dropped out and she was like only like a handful of credits shy too but i don't know that's a waste yeah it kind of sounds like right it, but... 
Like you go all this time and then you just don't finish, but you only have a little bit to go. Yeah, like think of the books and you know, like you got and all the papers and all the stress and all the times you like stayed up studying for something stupid and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I finished. Yeah. But the last two years, I didn't love it at all. Mm-hmm. It was a drag, but I just did it. Yeah. Thank God it's over. Yeah, I thought about going to school for, like, electrical stuff, but I had a friend who went to it, and he said it was pretty easy, but it's a lot of work. And then I even thought about going back to film school. I bet it's so much work. Yeah. This is so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, tearing it apart. For those who don't know what's going on... um, Eating... Checkmate is over here eating a carrot cake mm-hmm. and is truly in love with it. Mm. The most emotion so I've seen from her <laughs> since we met. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, stay in school, kids. Uh huh. Maybe you'll be a doctor, a lawyer. A I mean, producer. just do something if you can. But yeah. you don't have to go to school. Yeah. I think that's more for, like, people who, like, really want to, like, better their lives. Just finish high school. Yeah. Finish high school. At least, for the love of God. do whatever you want. Remember the guy who made Apple, Steve Jobs? Like, he didn't go to college. He went to classes, but he just hung out with them. Mm. And looked smart. Have you guys seen Good Will Hunting? Yeah. Have you seen Good Will Hunting? He Mm -mm. was just a janitor, and he still blew people's minds. Possibilities are endless. Fiction and non-fiction. That's funny. Mm-hmm. What about you? What I learned last year? Yeah. I learned that it's just me against the world. Sometimes it is. Yeah. I learned that I'm the only one who can make myself happy. And I guess that was like a moment of realization. What happened? Or what happened... That made you come to that realization? I don't know, so much. Just yeah. being so unhappy for so long. Feeling mm-hmm. trapped, like, in my own body. Hating the way that I looked. I don't know, like, crazy. I think I was pretty depressed for a long time. But I don't know, I'm self-diagnosing. And I tend to be dramatic, so I don't know. I don't know if it's real anymore. But no, I mean, not taking it lightly. Know, yeah. Like, I think everyone struggled a lot, and I feel like I was one of those people too and I stopped drinking so that's like one thing I've learned is hallelujah and oh my gosh how much better I feel and also I can't believe how often I would just drink mindlessly without celebration of something or like an event yeah like you would just drink at home for like no reason well for me like I have always seen people like people who drink at home like just casually like probably have some problems they gotta deal with or something like wow yeah like why are you taking five shots on just a thursday or like why is there like just like a, a bin of like beer cans everywhere you know i i just grew up on that and like people who drink at home like are really the ones who are like things aren't going smooth have problems like just drinking like at home by themselves or like if people come over like just on a regular day like i don't know right like it's it was such a different life i was living and i don't even 
kind of know who that person was. I think I kind of changed a lot. Yeah. I I would say that that's one thing about COVID that I guess was like a blessing in a way. Because before COVID, I was out of control. Mm-hmm. Like, there'd be times where I'd... If people had, like, requests, like, song requests at clubs or at bars or if I played a rave, mm-hmm. I would just want to go hard and get hammered. And, like, it would get to the point to where, like, I would have, like, eight shots by the end of the night. And still have, to, still have to drive home and still have to, like... Oh, no. Do don't drink other and things. drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive is stupid. DUIs are a lot now that you say. They're so expensive and a headache to deal with. Yeah. And so one of the big things is, like, when COVID happened, like, that truly stopped. And, like, from time to time, you know, I if I was somewhere where it was cool, like... I'd party a bit and, like, get a little fucked up, but I also kind of became a lightweight at the same time. <laughs> but where was, you don't need that much. Yeah, where, like, I'm good off, like, a few beers. But then, not like, seeing how people are now. How are being they? Locked up, dude, people. Wild. Wild. And That's why the Omicron is spreading. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. No wonder that we're in season three. It's everywhere. We're in South Park. But it was just ridiculous because some of these people don't know how to act. Some people don't know how to. Well, so many people turned 21 in 2020. There's that too. So Amy Rose, who, you know, runs Mm -hmm. K Bar, just tells me all the time that there's like kids going in. They're like, I would like a well shot. And they're like, okay, of what? Like, of the well. Like, no, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> like of Look, what? Guys. Like, vodka, tequila, like, acetone? Like, what do you want? <laughs> no one explained this to you. There's no class in school that, yeah, you know, teaches no, you the drinks and what to order. Yeah, there's no life lesson class to show you how to order a beer. Just order a mojito and thank me later. Yeah, I'll have a sex on the beach. Those are so sugary. But yeah. a mojito is, like, just perfect with the mint yeah. Even margaritas. I've just drank too many margaritas. I probably drank liters and liters upon liters of margaritas over the years. Yeah. Gallons. Damn. More of a Heineken hard <laughs> seltzer type of guy. Trulies. Uh huh. And I do this not trulies. Trulies are way too smart or way too sweet. And smart. Smart. Smart but sweet <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Nah, there was this one 4th of July party I played at with a friend, and all they had was Trulies. No water, no other drinks, just Trulies. Oh. And I was, like, for the very first time, I was, like, dehydrated, and the girl that I was with at the time, I was, like, telling her, like, we're gonna have to leave at some point just to go to, like, the store or something, because this is kind of Like, I feel like dying. My mouth is the desert. Yeah, and then I was doing other stuff at the party, and, like, like, the only thing I had was, like, the sink water and Trulies, pretty much, and it was not helping. By the time it was, like, 5, I was ho- over the whole party. You're like, I'm over it. 5 a.m.? No, 5 in the afternoon. Okay. It's, like, 4th of July, so we got there so right. So it's an it all-day like thing. Hot. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta go home. Fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> like, babe, let's get out of here. <laughs> That's funny. But, um... Do you want to break real quick? I have yeah, to sure. take to a five. Take a five? What do you guys do? Number one or number five, two? <laughs> number one. <laughs> a five, number one. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back.
Back in from five. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm doing theater for some reason when I say that. Back in five. Mm -hmm. Give me, take five. Everyone take five. Okay, people, people, people. <laughs> and a one, and a three. And a three, and everyone starts singing. Um, so do you have any products coming up that you could talk to your listeners about? No, I told you that. I don't oh. have shit. <laughs> I well, have what about my the song single. That you just put out? My yeah. single is out. Well, that but that just happened. I thought well, you meant like anything in the future. Well, I mean, we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah, my song came out maybe less than two weeks ago, and that's been doing really well. Um, stream it on Spotify. I think it's sitting at eighteen thousand Spotify streams. Eighteen thousand, which is nice. In less than two weeks. God damn. That's good for me. That's yeah, good for is. an independent little no one like me. Have you ever tried? And I'm uh, independent. I made the artwork. It's just me. The yeah. song is me. All you. I didn't master 100. it. Oh, but really? oh. Yeah, I don't master any of my songs. Yeah, who does that anyways? Yeah. You know I mean? um, have you ever thought about trying like Bandcamp and Audius and like other platforms that are like a little more rewarding? No. Oh. But maybe I should, huh? Yeah, because with Bandcamp, they have this thing called Bandcamp Fridays. I think it's, like, once a month. Where usually, you like, when people buy music, it's not, like, going to, like, a label or anything. Like, if mm -hmm. you're uploading your own stuff, it goes directly to you. But Bandcamp kind of takes, like, a little percentage. It takes but, a little. But because of the pandemic and stuff, I think to be more rewarding, they have these days where 100% of all that goes straight to the artist. So, that's cool yeah and like there's one guy in portland his name is ballads he pays mm -hmm. rent with that money like all the time oh sick and it's bank camp huh yeah yeah i don't think distro could post um sends music to that platform but that's what i use when i self-release which this mm -hmm. last song i self-release because i was just like oh it's finished i'm gonna yeah. put it out before the end of the year It'd realistically really cool. you wouldn't want to put out a song before the year is over because everyone takes time off from like the 24th or the 21st up until the 4th of january mm -hmm. so i released it the 28th which everyone's partying and drunk and yeah, stuff but it got playlisted which is nice bunch of playlists and people are adding it i had multiple people hit me <clears> up <throat> and say that they liked it which was That's nice so. like new people you know that heard it they just came That's to my awesome. instagram yeah it's nice I was, like I told you earlier, depressed for a while, so I didn't produce anything. Same here. <laughs> so it's nice like, to, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, that's how it was a few times with the show, with, um, In the House Radio. Yeah. I, like, for a um, long time, I was just kind of like, what do I do? Like, am I going to keep playing, like, these mixes? But one of the things with me, like, moving forward with that is that... I just kind of have to, like... Sorry for being nasal, but, um... All nasally and congested. COVID-free. I, I think now it's, like, kind of starting to take shape into something a little bit more different than previous episodes and iterations of the show, which I'm really excited for. Like, like I told you, I have a guest that's going to be on the show next week. His name's Fanatic. He's a producer from Germany... And he just made a handful of edits, and one thing that him and I have in common is we're both huge major laser fans. And I guess recently at like one of their last shows, 
uh, Major Lazer played like a handful of them, mm-hmm. and he got video, and now he's like super excited. Like his price just went up. I mean, it's super dope. Yeah, it's super sick, and that's when you get the industry support. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. When people actually play your music or your edit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or your. It's remix. more so when other producers start playing your songs in their sets that's when i think people gain more traction too oh, it's yeah. like because the exposure but i also hate trying to fit into one specific sound but i'm yeah. happy for you and your radio show thank you and you know that's one of the many projects i have coming up that's gonna be awesome so like, fun yeah and so one thing with this year that i really want to do with the show is not just do local also global too Mm -hmm. and like in the past i've had uh aspen king who she's pretty much like the queen of um renegades in canada that's awesome yeah and then she just put out not too long ago like kind of in recent history uh two tracks on hell deep radio oliver helden's like Mm -hmm. label and i was like surprised that like wow she's actually making shit happen like that good for her and then there was another person I had on his name's Kojo I met him at Brownies Lemonade in Oakland and he, I didn't know this but apparently like if you search like Jersey Club his name is one of the many names that pops up first mm. so not too long after I met him I asked if he'd be on the show it took forever but he finally did the show and then the very next week he did a mix for uh, Diplo's Revolution and so that's super cool and yeah so I'm starting to see that like a lot of the people that I've had on the show so far are like really doing incredible things and it's nice to know that I can get to them before they get famous and forget that they even did anything but yeah, I'm trying to be more global about it, too. And also be more local at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. Amy is about to be on it again. Or be on the show. Nice. And then my side project, Starkiller, the drum bass thing. And then, um, like, even, like, well, just more local people I want mm-hmm. to be on the show as well. And then at the same time, more global. Different artists. as well. And then, like no one's ever heard of but are making tons of noise i love it yeah keep it's, growing it's and really paying out. <laughs> focusing on it that's good yeah and it's good to connect with other artists yeah and djs yeah it really you is you never know yeah um i met this next well i just had him on the show his name's edgar edgar romero we're not related I think, oh, you're not. Uh, well, I think, no, we're not. <laughs> no, because we were trying to like the f- night he came out on my birthday. I was like, so where's your family from? Okay, right. Yeah, I don't think we're related. But there's there's just Ramirez. Apparently, that's like a common name. Name like Skywalker or something like that. So I'm not special. Oh, you're not. <laughs> but uh, he's a house producer, and he's actually put out like tons of good records. But like he's amazing and like he just he did his very first mix on my show and like got a lot of attraction to it 
and you know it was really nice to have him he's a really humble guy he's really genuine and really loves just house music in general and having more people like that makes me really happy too and then do you know who chase me is mm-hmm. yeah he ju- was just on the show too and he's been making all these crazy edits for years and i don't know why i never really listened to him at first but then I started seeing them on uh, Headlighter Music Club, which is a record pool that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, all his edits were being featured on there. And I was like, wow, like this is actually really cool. And we bumped into each other a few times over the years, but I don't know why. I, I totally forgot how. But recently, like I just started hitting him up for his stuff and playing him at the park. and Super fun. Yeah. Just gnarly the full circle moment it's just working out but it's like positive in a way like i don't i don't know how to call it it's like just really a neighborhood of just music i'm happy about that it's seems like things are happening in sac too like a lot more creative things i mean covid definitely put a hold to a lot of things and projects and events that were happening yeah. But I think it's but coming things are, back. Oh, and yeah. things are happening. Like, you can go downtown almost anywhere. They have DJs and music and people are out and getting Omicron. Yeah, <laughs> just spreading it around, just taking shots with each other. and Yeah, just having assholes in the bathroom. Yeah. Sharing keys with each other. Touching nasty doorknobs. Yeah, and then... Then rubbing their eye. That's how you get it. Yeah. Don't touch any doorknobs. Don't touch your doorknob. Don't touch doorknob and then touch mm. your eye. Yeah. It's good to know. Or your nose. Like, all right. Don't put fingers in your I mouth. S- I saw that at work once where I saw some dude, like, picking his no. nose. And then he touches this kid's face or something like that. Stop. It was pretty funny. Kid's face. And this was at the height of uh, COVID. Is that child abuse? It is. It's it really nasty. Is. That's what that so is. So much is. Never mind. I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that's cool to know that, you know, you put on another song. I'm sure something else would come up. Oh, yeah. Soon. No, and I'm, I'm definitely writing music, but nothing's, mm. like, finished. I don't have, you know, artwork. Like, nothing's scheduled yet. But yeah. definitely in the spring, there'll be another song. Yeah. My goal is to put out four this year, so. Four. Good. At least, you know? That's you better it. than freaking two. Yeah. Which is what it's I did when I was It's just another two really... more than two that makes four. And then I can go for six. Maybe I'll finally have an EP this year. Yeah. We'll see. You've I never put one out before? Just singles, right? Just singles. Just singles and Because then you can focus on, like, promoting this one track. Yeah. But I think it would be fun to put out an EP with maybe two or three songs. And I think I've been saying that for years. Yeah, you should. I just why, haven't done why it. Why not better time than now? Before you're 30. It's the thing. Age. I finish the song and I'm excited, so I want to put it out ASAP. Labels take forever. Pitching to labels, like... There's so many, like, I don't pitch to labels. Mm -hmm. I'll just release the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, Which I know that I should have more patience and actually pitch it, send it out. Like, like I, yeah, go ahead. I don't really have a, huh? I'll stop talking. (laughs) No, I just think 
with things are kind of like weird now and there's kind of convolution with like how labels and things are done oh there's some tea i'm gonna tell you but keep going it's just kind of weird and like it's really hard to sign your own thing or get something signed like a lot of people i know just start start their own labels and put out their own stuff well that's the problem so many labels it's just a joe down the street who started his label like basically you releasing as an independent artist like you still have to create a label name so my label name is checkmate music Mm-hmm. But that just means I'm the only one who, you know, has yeah. fingers in it. Like, I own everything. But yeah. a lot of the labels, they're doing the same exact thing. And you're splitting 50% with them when you could be doing it yourself. Yeah. And, and all it, labels do, really, is just take your name and then they could do... And if it's not a big label, what's the point? Yeah. What's and, the leverage? Yeah. And uh, one thing that not a lot of people realize when it comes to signing deals is that labels get bought left and right by big labels. And just become sub-labels or just literally become evaporated. Or they so die out, yeah. There's that, too. So, like, even though you think your song is, like, hot shit or whatever, it could always get bought and then used in a commercial, like, a hundred million times and you never see a dime. But they're really the ones that are getting all the thing from it. So, I don't know. It's kind of funny when I hear people are still trying to get, like, things signed when you have a better chance of just doing it independently and you can really push your music yeah like, doing it all on your own and then also too like that like just on that song alone could probably throw you on tour and then you get money for that yeah but i mean i don't know if if one person can really put together a whole tour i'm having trouble just figuring out the wedding and what are we even gonna do that's one event for well, one day the wedding is gonna be a twerk fest with all this folklore <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> so it's gonna be a bitch and some time. house music yeah for sure yeah yeah but that's cool no that's well so about the whole label yeah. thing ron reeser mm-hmm. he was putting together his uh label seismic to put out the song with him and alex and then i think he was trying to put out another song on there too but he he was ha- i think he was is this some tea no, not a little. Is this some tea? It's a little sip, but yeah, he was just having a hard time putting out a few records, and he, because you know he's been around forever, he was trying to send it to like Mad Decent and Fool's Gold and Osla, just and Ultra. any big. And I none of these people were nibbling on it, so he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna make my own. And I remember when Chongo was trying to do that too, with, and he started his Mad Ape thing. I honestly don't know what the hell he's doing with that anymore, but. Good luck yeah. to him. Yeah, I'm sure he's making it work still. But um, yeah, it just takes time and. It's funner. It's almost more fun, putting it yeah. out yourself because yeah. then you are the graphic designer, you are the coordinator, you're the like. I don't need anyone above me that I need to run things yeah. by. You know, unless you're like spinning records or revealed records or like a huge label, then obviously it's a different story. Yeah. But because they until have their own then, image and their own sound, and you would just be. Hopping on their boat, pretty much. Yeah, but until then, it's like, I want to make whatever music I want to make. I don't want to fit into a sound. And yeah. I think it's way better for people to get your full cake. Like, why are you yeah. splitting 50% of it when they didn't make the artwork? They didn't pay for mastering. They didn't come up with the idea. They didn't put together the they video. They didn't cry in their sleep or cry to sleep making a song. Yeah. I guess I'm no. not that attached to my music. Oh, just me then. 
<laughs> just my shows and my edits and stuff. Yeah. Cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> this is not working. But um, that's cool though that you're putting out your own stuff. I mean, yeah, labels are stupid. Yeah, I am like, I made the artwork for this last one. Oh really? What's yeah. What's yeah, it look judge like again? It and Sorry, tell me. hold on a second. Sorry, people at home. Uno momento. Go look at the cover and oh, yeah, judge it I with mean, us. That's pretty cool. It's pretty simple, symmetrical design. Yeah, it's like anime. <clears throat> yeah, I like it and feel it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Thank you. I think it worked. And hey, I saved myself like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Or whatever think, it costs to well, hire someone. I, for me, with like all my projects, I actually really do, do need a graphic designer. Because I'm making, like, literally everything on Instagram and, like, through another app. What app? Um, like, Giphy or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Maybe just, I could just help kind you of, with Just, like, things. make you, like, things, like, transparent. Just, like, for simple designs. I'm not trying to make anything crazy. Well, if you need help, let me know. Because that's what I've been doing at work, too. Mm-hmm. You know, my oh, yeah. regular real-life job. Since I'd be outside, starving, outside I'd be of the starving music. right now if I'm just surviving yeah. off my gigs. But I, um, yeah, I'm doing so much graphic design now and That's like cool. social media. So if you need help, let me know. Uh, I'm thinking about starting a DJ academy. Nice. Yeah. For kids or for no, who? not for the kids. <laughs> They don't have money for the. <laughs> they don't have money for the goddamn <laughs> class. Uh, but the, no, that's their not parents what do. Yeah, their parents do, but I don't have time to fuck them kids. Anyways. Oh my god! Don't say. <laughs> no. But um, that would be fun to have. Yeah. An so one thing that I noticed over the year was that there was a lot of DJs that wanted to play for some of the events I did, or well. I'll put it this way. Just not a lot of people are really experienced when it comes to, like, playing on CJs. So mm. I had this idea, and I found out someone else had kind of done it, but they do it with controllers. But I wanted to do it with CJs because a lot of the producers and DJs and electronic artists that I kind of collab and work with now all the time have little to none knowledge of how to, how it works or, like, how to learn really? these and yeah exactly and so even like some That's of the people surprising. that we had like for the sunset shows never once touched them before in their lives before they played yeah they're like That's okay scary. this is how you're gonna play okay well i've never played what the fuck oh my god yeah and so <laughs> so yeah for, for the new year that's one thing i want to do i gotta talk to my bank about the loan just, but I'm still debating whether or not to just get two thousands or three thousands. I think three thousands. Oh, to buy. buy yeah, brand I think three thousands might be like too much for these people. You're so generous. I like don't want anyone to touch my CDJs. Well, I would let you use it for my well, wedding, and that's you. it. Or if you like want to come over, you know. Yeah. But I don't want to like teach kids. No, it wouldn't be kids. It would kind of be, be like... adults. Yeah, it would be adult 18. kids. Yeah, adult kid ravers. Just immature. But just to kind of help people, because, like, I remember when I started, I, like, never knew how to play on CJs, and, like, even looking at it, like, glancing at it, you're like, what's this button do? Am I going to need this? Like, what's this? What's that? So... 
It looks so intimidating at first, and then you're like, yeah. oh. But the more and more now I know, like, oh, well, this works. I don't need this. Like, this button easy. doesn't need to exist. This knob it's is relatively there for show. easy, honestly. Yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> that's kind of what I want to pass on to, like, people who are really, um, really want to know more. And, the, I mean, I know tons of people that really do want to start playing shows in gigs, but they know how to only put Me in the too. So, well, <laughs> shit, you sign up for the class too, and then get you going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> like, everyone's welcome to this thing so it'd be cool i don't really know how i want to like the the itinerary not itinerary like how like i'm gonna it's not even gonna be like that it's not gonna be like hogwarts or anything like that it's just gonna okay. be like like give people the hat like, won't choose you yeah i pick for you <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm the sorting hat you will be a trans I'll dj judge during you will be a year. yeah Okay. You are playing Trap today. You, you made a comment to me. You're sitting out today. <laughs> no. You looked at me wrong. You said you could play better than me. All right, fine. Fuck you. Get out of my house. Get out of my... Oh, yeah, you would do it at <laughs> home, huh? Um, well, maybe a workshop or maybe, like... I don't know, and like, kind of do something cool where, like, it takes place somewhere else or something. Yeah, outside but, somewhere. Mm, yeah, anything could work. But I, I just kind of want to, like, really help the next generation of people. And, like... Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, just really want to help, uh, just, you know, DJs, like, just have the opportunities and be able to know... So when they go out into the workforce, they know what to do mm-hmm. and know how to work the equipment versus being like, uh, how does this work? Right. It's, I'm just looking out for my homies. I love that. Yeah. Good for you. You have big plans. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Big plans. That. I'm about to DJ a, um, birthday party next Saturday for like 20 women, I think. Supposed women. to play disco and soul and house, That's whatever awesome. they want, something funky in uh, like in Yuba City area. That's awesome. What in for? Some greenhouse. Oh, I'm like it's gonna be some tropical <laughs> event. Yeah, there's gonna be so much estrogen in there. It's awesome. <laughs> estrogen. Estrogen. Yeah. Wait, that's the female hormone. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, I get it. I'm like, you mean oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's gonna be so sure. much estrogen, and probably a lot of cortisol because we're gonna yeah. be stressed out. Exactly. I am gonna be stressed I out. I'm gonna lose your shit at the Always. same time. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So I mean, I'm doing that. You know, I guess I'm not just not doing anything and yeah. DJ at F45. Yeah, and even like with the little marketplace vendor plant thingy that I was telling you about, like mm-hmm. that's. Honestly, like, that's kind of like a way to kind of flex some muscles and stuff. Also, like, really play music. <laughs> or not flex muscles, but, like, what's the word? Like, stretch some muscles. I should, I should Well, bat. it's a good way not for you to flex. practice. I, I take flex back and, like, stretch. Practice, yeah, for sure. But, like, also, like, play music. Like, I don't often play that much. Like, alternative, like, rock and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I get to play some of like that. Like, it's different. Yeah, like R&B and 
some electronic stuff, some like liquid D and B here and there, like some Pink Panthers mm-hmm. and New Weekend stuff. But it's really cool, and like you know, it's kind of one thing. Another thing that I wanted to start doing is doing more community type things. Once again, not for kids because I can't stand kids yelling and screaming anymore. The only anymore. Two- the only kids I could stand that from was, like, my siblings and whatever stepkids I eventually have. But I can't um, deal with large groups of kids. It stresses me I out. mean, who can? And I go into panic mode and curl up in a ball. But uh, things like this, like this little vendor meetup, is one thing that I really love doing. And Sid, who previously brought me out for Plan Daddy, she's been very helpful and supportive and obviously like decides to bring me back on for this and it's really cool and i'm just meeting all these different people that... you're living your life and you're having fun yeah i just live in la vida loco <laughs> and i mean you're Upside, staying busy out. too you know doing what you like mm-hmm. that's important yeah that's all that that's matters important. to me and you want to do a sober cleanse is that right were you gonna go sober uh, or something like, no yeah, drinking. Yeah, so for the rest of January, I really don't want to drink anymore. Or drink at all. Like, I had, like, a few Heineken's not too long ago, but that's all I could do right now. I'm trying to, like... Eh, another day. Yeah, another just Heineken. a few Heineken's here and there. And then I think Amy made me, like, this one shot. But I didn't taste any liquor in it. And that was the scary part. Mm. It literally felt like it was just juice, but it had, like... She made Daniel and I the most amazing <laughs> mocktail. Oh, uh, I think it was So right. good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's it looked really amazing. She's, she's so good. She's the best bartender ever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, she made a shot, <laughs> and there was, like, tequila and, like, something else in it, but I didn't taste a single drop of that, and I felt hammered from that one shot. Oh. And I wanted another one hell of a I bet it was good. It was a shooter, probably. Yeah. And then every Shooters time... are deadly. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I went to the park, like, I always get free alcohol there, even though I try my best not to. And because it's also, like, on a weekday. Mm-hmm. And so I really got to contain myself and not let the dark side out. Yeah. So, and boss, too, like, just kind of, you know, detox from that. Make a little better choices. Yeah. Which is another thing, like, I want to do, too, which is, like, be able to wear a suit again. And I'm still eating, like, shit a little bit, but I think, I, I, I honestly, I really know what I need to do. So, I'm just taking baby steps. Baby steps and being disciplined. Yeah, I, I find that's that. the most important. And then just stay consistent. But I totally know what you mean. and. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a battle, I feel, with eating. Yeah. Eating is an addiction. Eating is one thing. Drinking, I'm not a crazy alcoholic. Like, it, it just feels like I'm always in a party Yeah, well, situation. and it'll always be there. Yeah, and so. if I'm the one that's not drinking or not taking shots, like, everyone's just like, mm. Well, like, that's what are the you doing boat that here? I'm in. Like, right. am I going to go out to a bar? What for? I'm not drinking. Yeah. Like, where am I going to go out to? Maybe a show, you know, like but Jamba I'm not going to go to, like, a bar to socialize. Juice. Who socializes out of Jamba Juice? That's lame. Me? I'd rather be at home. I get shots of wheatgrass every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I mean, just tough when you're not weird. drinking because yeah. alcohol is everywhere. 
and mm -hmm. people almost like stop associating with you. Yeah, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. You're no fun. longer fun. And I'm also not fun when I get plastered. I'm like the crazy person. Really? I, I super emo emotional. I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever you, seen you get ever. drunk before. It's probably be funny. I mean, you've see. seen me drunk, but not like off the off the leash kind of drunk. No. I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't know. But you've been around and I remember mm. being messed up and it's it's in the past. I'm a different I'm a child That's, of God. That was, that I'm was a, a different year ago. person. Yeah. That was a year ago. Who, who was that? It was a long time ago. But yeah, the new motto is change for the better. I was going to rhyme it with something, but I can't think yeah. of anything. Change for the better. Rise. Go get her. <laughs> Rise. Go get her. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I could come up with. Well... Something's happening in this neighborhood. So I just want to say thank you so much for being on this podcast again and thank again. You for me. And you're probably going to be back again. Yeah. And then you're going to have to get on my podcast <laughs> and, and talk about get the some real nitty gritty stuff. No, not nitty gritty. So, so sorry. <laughs> one, more, one more thing is I want to revive my express yourself thing. And it might. Okay. But it's going to. Start your blog. Well, I don't know about the blog. I think I might just start a website this year, too. But with mm -hmm. Express Yourself, though, um, it's kind of like how we did it the first time where we meet up for coffee, but it would probably be at my house versus, like, some... Coffee place? Yeah, where motorcycles drive mine shit and you can hear everything. Yeah, I don't want that again. But <laughs> one, one idea I had, though, was, like, have a time to where, like, I'm talking with other people... And um, it's like a cocktail version of it. Nice. And, but the funny part that I thought was hilarious was, like, you could drastically hear, like, us verbally getting drunk on air talking about dumb shit. How long would it be? <sighs> like, probably, like, two hours. But I would make sure it'd be, like, the best, like, scotch or bourbon or whatever. Mm, you'd go all out. And you could hear a fireplace crackling and stuff. We'll see. That could be a vibe. I think that yeah. would work well if it was visual. Or like, or like a wine thing. If there was a video of that. Like a double date, like wine episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think outside well, the box. Not just with coffee. I mean, coffee would with definitely anything. get you there. Well, I wonder how all these random sounds of the table <laughs> rumbling and your jacket, your windbreaker rustling and stuff and the motorcycles and someone's probably getting chased down the street. Um, it's gonna sound but i'm sure it's gonna sound great we'll i'll <laughs> get something out of this i promise but thanks again and i'll see you in the next episode Cha ciao you're gonna say bye to them chica chica <laughs> bye <laughs>